This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Amazing conversations ahead, a lot of information for you. Kelly McDonald here at the home studio, London, Ontario. Grant Hardy at his home studio in Vancouver. Hey, Kelly. Hello, everyone. It's time to bring on an interview that you and Ramya did with Leanne Barda for Independent Living Talk. Hi, my name is Leanne Barda, and I'm here to teach you all about independent living skills. Please join me on Kelly and Ramya. Leanne, once a month, we love checking in with you. And around the holidays, we love checking in with you right before we get into all the festivities because we want to know how to make the holidays more accessible and inclusive and still keep everything fun, as we say. Exactly. So um, it's a good time to find recipes, you know, look for fun holiday crafts, no matter what you celebrate. Um, there's a lot of things that can be done to make uh, this season accessible and fun. So let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah, should we start with the tree trimming? Because that's this top of is, mind. This one's always problematic. <laughs> you never yeah. know where to start. <laughs> yeah. And depending if you have a real tree or an artificial tree. Um, and now, you know, you can get cut trees in all different colors. Um, this year, we actually got one where all the wires were incorporated in the trunk of the tree. So my cat wouldn't yeah. get stuck in it again. Nice. Yeah. So um, again, so... The, the age-old question, artificial or real? So that's really depending on you and what your preferences are. Um, I've only ever had a real tree a couple times, and I just remember finding needles in, in my house till July. So <laughs> you know, it just depends on, uh, on personal preference. And if you want, like, the scent of nature in, in your home or if you're okay with, you know, putting it in a box and taking it out every year and uh, uh-huh. just sort of dealing with it that way. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Convenience. Mm. Yeah. For me, you know, depending on if you, if you have pets, you know, you don't want to put out things that are potentially going to hurt your pets. So you kind of really have to choose um, what will be the safest option. So if they're going to knock it over, if they're going to get in, climb it, like we found uh, Louis the other day, halfway up the tree, uh, you know. All kinds of fun, interesting uh, options. Yeah, some pets are intimidated. Others are like, this is fun. Um, How about the actual types of trees you can get with artificial? It's pretty all over the place now. Oh, my gosh. There's so many choices. So if you want to do like a goth nightmare before Christmas tree, you can get a black one. (laughs) Um, If you want, uh, you know, winter wonderland, you can get a white one. There's uh, pink and sparkly ones. There's uh, ones where... Yep, I think so. And then I have one with a remote, so I can change the lights on it from uh, from plain white to colored, and then it, it sort of cycles between the lights. So, you know, all kinds of really neat options. Nice. I bet you can get it where it's even doing the music and everything. See, I like that. I like the artificial. That's what I grew up with. My family was a little too nervous about fires and the, the upkeep to do it right. But at the blind school, man, did we mm-hmm. have real trees everywhere and have that opportunity to go and pick them out. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, with the lights. We go what from the bottom should we do? What's the order of tinsel and garland and all that that you Mm. recommend? Right. So uh, some people like to start from the top down, but um, I find that could be a little bit difficult. So from the bottom up and then making sure that all your connections are in place and that, uh, 
you have your um, an extension cord just in case. So you want to make sure that all of your lights work. So if you have someone that can help you sort of sort that out. Um, now you also have the LED ones that are you can get with little battery attachments. Uh, so it's really, or the ones, of course, like we talked about, having it already built into the tree, which is a nice feature. So yeah. you don't have to worry about this yeah. part at, at all. <laughs> Those are nice, but then yeah. uh, I'm now in a predicament where out? a chunk of my tree is not lit because uh, that oh, portion. No. So we got to like replace yeah. or, first of all, diagnose what the hell happened here. And well, then and put it replace in storage, yeah. too. Bulb. You really got to be careful, yeah. I'd imagine, right? Like, like I mean, oh, yeah. especially that way. And like Rum says, if once one's gone, yeah. I know I we're a disposable say, society. But... I will do it all over again. I will get another pre-lit sure tree not to deal with the goddamn balls of light that you had to untangle yes. at the beginning and end of this oh, no thank no. you no well thankfully no you know if, if you are going to keep your lights on a um in some sort of uh, receptacle now they have ones where you can wind it around it looks kind of like a an oval shape and it has uh, yeah. place for the lights to go so it stays um in place so you don't have to worry about uh them being in a giant tangled mess of a I'll ball. believe it when mm -hmm. I feel it Liam. that's the, that's that's what I think <laughs> about the real lights man and always testing spreading them out let's see how many don't work yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I want that remote control not that I can see the colors <laughs> no but then you have your bucket of, li of light bulbs you know randomly in different places yeah Okay, yeah. so then we're talking about, again, the, you said uh, lights, we got the order of things that go on, ornaments mm -hmm. last, of course. How about plants yeah. and such? Yes, so if you have uh, cats in particular, uh, poinsettias and lilies can be extremely toxic for your pets, so you want to keep them up high and um, put them away at night, so lock them in a bathroom or in the kitchen at night so that your pets can't get to it because the last thing you want is a really expensive mm -hmm. death bill right during the holidays. Mm. So... I would just sort of err on the cautious side and just not have them in the house at all just yep. to be safe. Yep. Okay, let's move awesome. on to crafts because we got to cover so much yep. in this 15 minutes we with you. We do. We do. Okay, so uh, making my own crafts has been like some of the fun, most fun memories I have with my kids. And so one of the things we most recently did was we used this um, uh, clay called uh, Fimo and it's like a colored clay that you oven bake. And we made uh, different kinds of ornaments and I like to sort of have, um, sort of looks like a timeline of ornaments. So I, we try to make one every year and yeah. see how the kids' skills have evolved and, you know, how, you know, the creativity that's, you know, keeps continuing to grow. So that one is a really nice one. It's very tactile and you can use cookie cutters to make them. And um, I usually poke a hole through so the string can go through after they're finished baking and you don't have to paint them. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So good, yeah. and so much they can do with that, with the tree, with everything in those ornaments. Uh, what about gifts and things like that? What What is that yeah. one way that make people feel pretty good about what you're giving them? Right. So you want to make it look really nice. So um, I've done a lot of things with my with my Perkins Brailler. So I've made really nice cards, and you can make uh, little gift tags. Um, the really, the cool thing about the Brailler art is, you know, just learning, just putting in like the combination of the contractions and the letters and the uh, the punctuation, you can make dreidels, you can make Santa, you can make elves, candles, like all kinds of things. So if you are creative, you can kind of come up with your own patterns and make really nice um, handmade cards. Um, the other thing too you can do is with that brown craft paper, you can get uh, stamps and, and paint and you can sort of uh, customize your, your wrapping paper and hmm. one of the 
the other things that um, my in-laws like to do is make those um, cotton dishcloths because those can be useful all year right. round. Yeah, yeah, I love this wrapping paper one, and mm. so much you can do uh, with your own artistry. Um, wh what else can you do with your brailler that you'd like to suggest? Yeah, so you can also do really cool bookmarks, and you could put like a, you can use like a an ink stamp of let's say I don't know a bird or, or a tree or something, and then you can make, um, yeah. you know, a nice saying in braille on the on the bookmark itself, and then put a nice little ribbon. Um, you know, just little things that personalize the touches on your gift. And mm. it makes people look like you put a lot of effort into it and they, people appreciate that. Yeah, speaking of effort, we can also cook and bake for people. Absolutely. So cookie trays, I know cookie exchanges are a big uh, popular thing, right? as, as always. Yep. And so you can put a variety of, of cookies and squares. Um, homemade jams is another one. So if you have, you know, around your neighborhood, so I have, a giant mulberry tree in the back. So we make a lot of things with that. With that. Um, again, same thing. You could do braille labels, large print labels. You could add stickers. We can even go crazy now, even throw a navy lens on there. Yeah. And the thing um, is, you don't necessarily have to bake, right? You can also just make no. arrangements mm -hmm. of goods for people. Exactly. And there's so many commercially available things, like just go to St. Lawrence Market. It's an incredible cornucopia of like jams and mustards and like you name it like yeah. baked goods so you have unlimited choices nowadays yeah. i'm seeing a lot you, more of these like hot chocolate mixes in a mug yes. which is super yes. super cute well, and, and little you can yeah. get a lot of these things in little so for all the little parties and stuff where you used to say go to a dollar store get some but you can find yeah. all these same things yeah. but smaller version whether it's chocolate cherries or whatever what about yeah. things that you can do to make simple ornaments like use those walnuts right. that my mom used to love cracking at christmas Yep. So that's another really cute one we did a few years ago. So you take half of a walnut shell, you can paint it. Um, I made mine look like a turtle. Um, and wow. then with you cut out felt little legs, you can hot glue them on there. Um, we've made a rabbit as well. So we got like little rabbit uh, ears on it and you could paint a face onto it. You could use uh, mini googly eyes, uh, uh, felt tip markers to do your, your things, glitter, which is everybody's fun... <laughs> <laughs> I, it's fun during and after yeah. and oh. after and it's kind of like the pine oh. needles you keep finding them till july <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh i think glitter lasts indefinitely which is why i'm so glad we don't have any in the house it's immortal okay yeah oh. um yeah you can also do like menorahs and and dreidels yeah. and so on yeah mm -hmm. exactly yep so for like a homemade dreidel you can get um a kitchen tile like a long rectangular one and then you take little uh, thicker washers and then you hot glue them down and then your candles can go in there. You can decorate it with stickers and um, all kinds of neat, really um, things that aren't flammable. <laughs> Lovely. <Yeah. laughs> um, yep. One of the things I thought was neat is you can use our help from like, you know, be my eyes or whatever to look for the lights yeah. to make sure you're not crump putting ornaments on your tree too close together, those kinds of help. But you can use that stuff when it comes to your baking once you get organized in the kitchen for your holiday baking and getting that meal together. Exactly. So this is a good time to make sure you all your baked uh, goods ingredients are, are good to go. Um, if you're having trouble finding them, this is where, um, you know, be my eyes or seeing AI will help because you can read the labels for you. And you can also create your own tactile or 
uh, braille, large print or audio labels for yourself. So you can always find out where your stuff is. Mm. And then of, of course, you know, as you're putting things away, they always go back in the same place. And then, you know, you can keep like things together just so it's quicker to, to, to grab it and then put it back. Leanne, we spend a lot of time in the kitchen, and if we're not, well, somebody is, um, around the holidays, and the kind of gadgets that are really helpful to just keep track and um, make sure that your stuff is being done efficiently, like the talking timers, the talking thermometers, uh, and just having extra things on hand at any given moment is a good idea, yeah? Oh, absolutely. This is, you know, as we talk about in all of our segments, um, the use of a cafeteria style tray to keep yourself organized and to reduce spills. Um, any way you can make your kitchen, you know, keep it clean for as long as possible while you're doing all these tasks, the better. And so if you're able to keep on top of it and keep organized, so, you know, you can use your Alexa to make shopping lists. So as you run out of things, you can just say, yes. hey, Alexa, add turkey to my shopping list or and then, you know, you have an accessible shopping list when you go out so you don't forget um, all the things you need. And when you get back, you're ready to go. And when yeah, you're going shopping out, online, exactly. right? yeah. Yeah. Exactly. online out. <laughs> yep, exactly. I, I think from this point on, I avoid them all like the plague. So <laughs> as, uh, as much as we can be prepared, you know, there's a lot of canned goods that can be bought in advance. Uh, you can get a lot of it uh, delivered, you know, through all the different delivery services, which is really helpful. Um, I heard even there's one that will get uh, people to buy things at Costco for you. This, so there's nice. yeah. unlimited amounts of options. Yes, exactly. Leanne, we're going to have to wrap it there. Um, you do have some fantastic recipes and ideas for crafts that are sensory friendly. Like they not only are interactive and fun to make, but they'll smell good while you're uh, hanging out during the holidays. But we'll probably throw to those during our Christmas special show right before the break. But thank you so much. And we'll yeah. catch with you or catch up with you in the new year. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. You too. Leanne Barda joins us for the Independent Living Chat on the third Monday of every month. We step aside for a couple of moments and we'll return with Know Your Rights. Today, David Leposky rejoins Danielle McLaughlin and we're going to be talking about the most recent report on the... Impl- Im- Im- How can I can't say it today, folks? Wow. This is like its own blooper reel of its own, right? Uh, We're going to be talking about the AO and some of the answers we've been looking for as those have been released. We'll stay tuned. We'll get into it after this. It's fun, insightful, and inclusive. Kelly and Ramya return in a minute. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.